Alhamdulillah, as-salatu wassalam ala rasulillah wa la alihi wa ashabihi wa adwajihi wa man tabi'ahu bi ihsan ila yawmiddin wa ba'da Qala subhanahu wa ta'ala fi al-Quran al-Karim A'udhu billahi min al-shaytan al-rajim Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Qul in kana aba'ukum wa abana'ukum wa ikhwanukum wa azwajukum wa ashiratukum wa amwalu iqtaraftumuha wa tijaratun takshawna kasadaha ومساكين ترضونها أحب إليكم من الله ورسوله وجهاد في سبيله فتربصوا حتى يأتي الله بأمر والله لا يهدي القوم الفاسقين جزاكم الله خيرا There are some Muslims that have come across that they tell me to be silent they tell me not to be angry about the recent film that came out about the Rasulullah insulting him, insulting his family, insulting the way of life of Islam. And I said to them, I asked them a very simple question. Would they be angry if someone insulted their mom, someone insulted their family, their father, someone they loved, or something they hold sacred to? Would they be insulted and would they get angry? And they paused for a while. And I told them, we're not talking about any person here. We're talking about the Prophet Muhammad In a hadith reported in Ibn Majah, Rasulullah said, لا يؤمنوا أحدكم حتى أكونوا أحب إليه من والديه ووالديه الناس أجمعين None of you truly believe. You are not a believer. Until you love me, until you love the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam, more is more dear to you than your family, your fathers, your sons, and and nasi ajmain, and all of the people, all of mankind. And we know that the ayat I just recited before I started the talk. The ayat where Allah says in Surah Tawbah, say, "Qul in kana Say if your fathers. Your sons, your your brothers, your wives, your tribe, the wealth that you've gathered, the reduction in your pro, in the wealth that you fear, and the dwellings that you love, if these are more important than Allah and His Messenger and jihad in the way of Allah, then wait till Allah sends His Amr. Wait for Allah's Amr, His command. His punishment. Silent is not an option. That should be very clear to us. And if we look at the lessons from the previous, of the, the prophets of the past, the lessons that we take from them, what did the Yahudis do? What did the Jews do? There were three groups. One of the group, they worked in the in Sabah, and they were not allowed to work, but they tried to trickery. They were punished. Those who were silent about it, they were punished. And those who spoke the truth and told them not to do it, they were not punished. This is a munkar. And if you have the ability to stop the munkar, you must stop it. It is not an issue of being silent about this issue. So why is it, if Allah has made the Rasul very important to us, so it's naturally that the Muslims will get angry. It is a natural thing. But why has this come about? Why has this come about now? Now I say it's deliberate. About the film, 
This film is about a 15 minute clip that comes from a bigger, uh, um, a larger film which is about an hour long. It was called Innocence of Muslims. It was first played, this is the report I got when I was doing some research. It was first played in, uh, in about June, July, first time. It, it, this is when it first came out. And the actors involved in that film, they didn't know that, apparently this is what the case is, they didn't know that they were playing this film. If you look more into this film, it was actually, there was a director, it was a porn director. That's why there was a lot of porn activities taking place, involving the Rasul and Khadija radiallahu anh. And this film went far as saying that the Prophet said that he might be a gay. This is the reality of that film and disgusting of this film. And this, there was a pseudo name called Sam Bessil. I mean, I come across Muslims and they gave it the name Imbecile, which is a very good name for this name. But they, they found someone who had, who apparently has been arrested. His name is Nakola Nakola. I don't even know if that's a real name. And he's been arrested, he's been looking into, and he's denying that his name is Sam Bessel. There's no more, so much into it. There's in, the, in fact, in the film he mentioned, in the, uh, the broadcast he mentioned that he was an Israeli Jew, that he got funding from a lot of the Jews. The Israel today deny all of this. But whatever the case, there's something that we need to understand. And this is for the non-Muslims if they are listening. Amongst the non-Muslims, I've been reading the report, you know, the comments that were making on Reuters, on BBC website news, and there are mixed feelings. There are mixed feelings. There are non-Muslims who are not very happy about it. They think that this person should be put on trial. But there are other non-Muslims who believe this is his right. He's exposing Islam for what it is, and this is the freedom that is a, that allows them. But the issue is, if you look more deep into it, all of them have the same concept, which is freedom. They think it is freedom that allows them to do that. It is freedom of response and the freedom of hate, these, these freedoms that they talk about. And they think it's a, it's a valid concept for them. And so they will argue and argue on this. But for the Muslims, freedom is not something that we can accept. Because freedom has a very political concept to it. A very, it comes from a personal a, a right that the human believes that he can say whatever he wants to say. It comes from the concept of absolute freedom. And, it's, and it depends on those who are in power, those who are in power, they will decide what are the limits. And today, America, the super, they don't, they don't see literally anything wrong with it. They gave some warnings to Google to stop this film from coming out. The Google said, we, we are following the, right, the correct orders. So America thinks that there's nothing more they can do. If America wanted to do something, they could have done, done easily. That's not the issue here. The issue is the Muslims, they need to be reacting in a proper way. So the way I ask the non-Muslims to understand that we love the Rasul is something that is very sacred to us and not to be think, not to be think that we, this, these are the kind of things that can be insulted. I'll give you a recent news that's come about. Why is it that you went angry when those pictures of the princess came about? Why are you going angry? It's again from the concept of freedom. And if you look at the concept of freedom, this is what freedom has led your societies to, for, from family breakdown to the economy going... For a, ma uh, for a child to divorce their, their parents. This is the reality of freedom. And this is the kind of thing that you want to export in our lands. In the Muslim lands. We do not want these kind of freedoms where you call for. So I asked those Muslims who said they had to be silent. The, the people I've met. And I asked them again. What do they think about the riots that's taking place? The protests that's taking place? What do they think about it? And they told me they don't like it. 
they think it's really bad. They think that burning the embassies down, the burning the flags, that's really, really bad. And I told them, I don't disagree with you. It is really bad. But what did you expect from an ummah? You acknowledge the anger is there. You have to be angry. How can you not be angry? You acknowledge there has to be a response. But who's leading the way? What do you expect from an ummah that does not have a leader that cares about this? An ummah that the leader himself was stripped of. The Khalif of the Muslims. So what do you expect when they were replaced by what? Bunch of puppets and today's compromises. What have they done? They have condemned. That's the thing they can do, condemn. Even America has condemned. Even the, the German ambassador has condemned. Oh, what's condemned, condemnation going to do? That is not enough. That is not enough. So uh, we have a situation where the Ummah today is like headless chickens. In fact, they've been replaced by these puppets. It's like their, their heads have been replaced by donkey heads. This is the reality of today of the Muslims. Let's look at the past. Let's look how Islam actually deals with these issues. And there's a particular scenario I'd like to present to you. A particular scenario. In the time of the Khalif, it wasn't far, far away that the play that took place was well, taking place in France. But France decided to then, Britain decided to take lead in it and Britain for the Khalif is going to be okay about the play about Rasulullah womanizing. But any play about Rasulullah is not to show Rasulullah to show him all of this thing is not in, from our deen. We do not allow this kind of thing. So the, Khalifa, they, the British, they thought they can go and negotiate with the Khalifa. So they went to the Khalifa and they asked him, you know, he went down and waited, waited and the Khalifa didn't come out. In fact, he didn't speak to the Khalifa. There was no conversation. The Khalifa came out and just put his sword on the table. That was very clear. You don't do this to the Muslims. And that in itself became a deterrent for any other nation to do. Other nations tried to do something like they heard about this, they stopped as well. Because they know there's a political backup. It's not just a demand to stop, but there's a state behind the Muslims that tells them not to do this. Even though the Khalifa at that time was weak. He was only in his weak stages. So let's compare it. Let's compare these rulers of today. When they're supposed to be from the hadith of Rasulullah reported Muslim, when Rasulullah said the Imam of Jannah, the Imam is a shield, Inna l'imam, verily the imam is a shield. Min waraihi, min waraihi yuqtaqabi. They are from behind, they fight, and from behind they are protected. Meaning the Muslims are protected by the Khalifa, and the Muslims, go, they go with the Khalifa into defending their deen. Let's see what these rulers have done. Let's see. Let's see the, the ruler that came about in Egypt, who took advantage of the Islamic sentiments, this is why he came to power, because of the Islamic sentiments. And he took advantage of it. What has he done? What did he say? He just condemned. The most he did, he said, I wish that the American people and the American administration understand how we love the Rasulullah Islam. What does that do? Tell me, what does that do? You have, where's the practical actions that you should have been done, doing? But the point is, what can you expect from President Morsi? What can you expect him when he's already compromised on many of the issues? Issue of riba, he's willing to go to war with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's seeking to say the justification for that. He's already stopped the he hasn't stopped the borders regarding in Israel. He's continued the supply that's supplying the, uh, uh, to Bashar al-Assad. These are the kind of things that is happening. What do you expect from this ruler? Let's look at another ruler. King Abdullah, the custodian of the two holy mosques that he calls himself. He's a traitor to the third. Traitor to Al-Aqsa. What has he done? He also condemned. That's it. They just condemned. What was the action that he did? 
Did he stop the oil embargo? Did he oil embargo? Did he do that? No, he didn't. He could have done what King Faisal did before. At least he did something. Why hasn't he done anything? He's just condemned. What's that? What's that supposed to mean to us? What's that supposed to mean to the Ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam? Because they do not understand the love of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. That's what it is. They do not understand. They think they do, but they do not understand the love of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. I'll give you the understanding of one of the greatest scholars of our Deen, Imam al-Nawawi, when he gives a shah a commentary in uh, Sahih Muslim. He says, "When Rasulullah said, 'You do not believe, let you know.'" When Rasulullah said that, Imam Al-Nawawi said, You will not be true in your love for me, in your love for Rasulullah until you exhaust yourself in my uh, obedience, until you prefer my pleasure, the Rasulullah's pleasure, over your own whims, even if it may lead to your death. Even if it may lead to your death. You're giving your life to the for the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And let's look at the examples of the Sahaba radiallahu anh. There are many examples of the Sahaba radiallahu anh. Like for example, that uh, comes to my mind is Khubayd ibn Adi. He was captured by, he was captured in a, in, in a battle and he was tortured. And they asked him, they asked him, would you like to replace yourself with your Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? What was his response? What was his response? They told him, you can go home to your family in your place, the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, he said, "By Allah, I would not want to be safe and secure among my family, while even a thorn hurts the Rasul sallallahu alaihi And we're talking about major insult, a film portraying Rasul sallallahu alaihi as a womanizer, portraying Khadija radhiyallahu as some whore. What is this? And you're not going to get angry with this." You're not going to get angry with this. Subhanallah. What, these rulers, what could they could have done? They could have done many things. Like the Suez Canal. They could have blocked that. They'll, the, the, they'll have to go around. This, what about the issue of the, uh, the... They could break the diplomatic uh, lies. They can... Uh, the, uh, diplo diplomatic ties. They can close this... Um, you know, they can stop selling uh, oil. They can get close those um, embassies. Embassies. Why are embassies in our lands? Embassy people come and go. They, if they got an issue, they come. Why have they got an... It's like a state within a state. They've got their own rules within the embassy. What is this? Why haven't they closed them down? Why are they... Meaning, where is the action in, in terms of that condemnation? Where is the action? There is no action. So what is the responsibility of the Ummah today? What is our responsibility? Very simple. The way we saw the way the Rasulullah dealt with the issue of insult. We know very well what the issues are. We saw the Sahaba took, took this on board. We saw the Khalifa and the Muslim took this on board. You defend it with your life if it means it. You defend it. And we know these rulers are not going to defend. Therefore, these rulers, we need to either tell them to do something or be replaced. Or be replaced by the Amir al-Mu'mineen, the Khalifa and the Muslims. So our intention, our objective must be focused on those people because they have the power to do something. But they do not. And therefore, they need to be replaced. And therefore, our actions, even our step-by-step -step action, we need to do that. We need to expose these rulers. Who, what they are, so the Ummah knows that these rulers would not defend. And the Ummah knows very well what happened in the Arab uprising. They still know and they need to be, they need to be maintained on this. And through the non-Muslim audience, through the non-Muslims, they need to understand that this is something that is a non-negotiable issue that we do not allow anyone to insult the Prophet We are open for debates and discussion. In a debate and discussion, insult is not the way. 
You make your arguments, we make your our arguments, and we'll discuss. And we'll discuss the concept of democracy, how man becomes the lawmaker and decides upon everyone else, living your life according, to, living your life as a slave or going to another man's ideal, ideals. We don't believe that. Freedom, freedom exists how? It doesn't exist. We don't say, because we are slaves of Allah. We are Abdullah. And we understand that the laws come from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They are laws better because it came from the Creator. The one who man, one who made man, life and universe. The one who created us with our instincts and our needs. We are ready to discuss this. If you're going to insult, then what's the point? You're going to insult our, our Prophet, then what kind of discussion? You're not, uh, you're not asking for a discussion. You're asking for a provocation. You're asking for a provocation. We do not want this. If you want to discuss, then we are open to, for discussion. To my brothers, to the Muslims, the solution, there are many Muslims going around calling for UN, calling for America to do something. America, UN, we demand them to do the right thing, but they will not do the right thing. They have their own agendas. And we should learn from this. In fact, we should learn from our past. How, I mean, in 2010, what happened? 9-11, in those times, what happened? This Terry Jones wanted to burn the Qur'an. Did you not want to burn the Qur'an? What happened before that? What did the Pope do? He attacked the Rasulullah and he said, What did Muhammad did behind an emperor? Speaking for an emperor. These are the kind of attacks that is happening. What about the jewel of Medina? The book that came out about Aisha radiallahu, the Umm al-Mu'mineen radiallahu. And these are the issues that are taking place in our societies in the amongst the Muslims. And they expect us to accept these. We will never accept these attacks on our belief, attacks on our values. We will never accept these. And therefore, we understand from the hadith of Rasul when he said, "La yuldigul mu'min min juhn maratin." The 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 believer, the mu'min, is not stung from the same hole twice. We've learned from this. We learn, we will learn from this, and we know very, definitely very clearly that the way to deal with it is via what we learned from Khalifa of our past. What we learned from the Rasul Sallallahu when someone attacked him and sought him. What we learned from the Sahaba radiallahu anhu. This is the solution. This is the way to do it. And therefore, for us, we need to know that these rulers are the major obstacles to our revival. They are the major obstacles to protecting our deen. And we need to work to remove them, and we need to do all the steps that are required to remove them. Subhanallah, bihamdik,